Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learned something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Covering the live betting angles for every game, this is VSIN Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefei and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This is hour number two of VSIN Live Bet tonight, coming to you from the VSIN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. We hope that you guys are having a happy and healthy holiday weekend, or at least a start to said weekend. Um, Christmas Eve coming up tomorrow, Christmas on Sunday. Also of note, we will have our friend, Danielle Alvari, mm-hmm. VSIN betting analyst, joining us in 15 minutes. Danielle's got some gifts for you guys. At home, bet on college hoops, NFL, and the NBA. So Danielle's going three sports. A woman for all seasons, you're saying. All seasons. She does, does not discriminate against the sports. If she sees a happy menu on the card there, she's going to go ahead and take advantage of it. So uh, Danielle has a few plays across the sports landscape. We'll get to those coming up in the next segment. But uh, right now, the Gasparilla Bowl's going on between Wake Forest and Mizzou. It is the Wake Forest Demon Deacons with a 20-17 to 17 lead. Two and a half minutes to go. Right now, Wake Forest laying three and a half here in this game. Wes, uh, how are you feeling with the Demon Deacons? Uh, well, uh, this this officiating has been kind of kind of a weirdly officiated game. That's it's surprising. Really, it's really been bad on both sides. Uh, okay. By the way, uh, Sam Hartman did just pick up a 15-yarder. Only a couple yards there on first down. So I think Mizzou is starting to take their timeouts. I believe uh, they're at break right now. I believe they have two left. So... Wake Forest needs to get a first down. So we'll see if the Demon Deacons can do that. We have a few NBA games that are still set to go here in this hour, two of which will tip off in 10 minutes. Let's start with the game in Phoenix. This is the national TV 
doubleheader, the second half of it. Memphis Grizzlies taking on the Phoenix Suns. Right now, Memphis, three-point favorites on the road, total 226.5. Is there anything for you, side or total in this? I, mean, I did kind of lean a little bit to Memphis here, and I think uh, Devin Booker not going to go for for the Phoenix Suns. Obviously, he is out with that groin issue. So uh, just looking at the starting lineup here, uh, uh, what we're going to have, of course, we're going to have Ja, Desmond Bain, Dylan Brooks, Jaron Jackson Jr., and Steven Adams. Mm-hmm. It'll be Paul Landry Shamet. In for Devin Booker had a nice game off the bench the other night. Mikhail Bridges or and Tory Craig, DeAndre Ayton. So gonna end up being nothing for me, but I did lean Memphis Grizzlies minus three. How about the Wizards and Kings? I know you're on the Sabonis Pra mm-hmm. in that game, but the side and the total, let's discuss that here. Kings length seven and a half, totals at two thirty nine. Yeah, just uh, uh one of the things I gotta do is catch up on the injury. Uh, Porzingis is gonna be back. Uh, the uh, the first round pick that they had a couple years ago from uh, Israel Evija, yeah, uh, did I get it? Denny Avdia, Avdia. Yes, I always I always mess that up. But, <laughs> yeah, good man. And, I mean, and, that's, any, that's why we're a team. Anywho, uh, thank you for covering for me there. Yeah, back issue, so doesn't look like he's going to go. Sacramento looks relatively healthy. Uh, De'Aaron Fox, Kevin Herter. Harrison Barnes, Keegan Murray, DeMontis, Savonis, Lithuanian Lasagna. Mm-hmm. We do have him on the over forty tonight and or over 40 and a half I should say for the uh pra and look the guy the guy's been the guy's been having an all-star level season and uh you know just it's great when a trade kind of works out for both teams I think it did certainly for Indiana Tyrese Halliburton by the way having a big game for the Indiana Pacers we'll update you on that momentarily but uh didn't have anything in terms of side or total necessarily on uh Washington and Sacramento Wizards uh Still on that West Coast road trip. Uh, let me see. How long have they been out there? It seems like it's been a while. I don't, know. I don't know. It seems like they they've been out there for for about a minute. Yeah, they. Uh, well, they were. Yeah, they were in uh, L.A. last Saturday. Actually, this started Wednesday in Denver. So this is the last game of the trip before Christmas. How much of a sense of urgency are they going to have? That's going to be, I think, a very curious situation for the Wizards. Uh, we've seen a momentum shift in the New Orleans Pelicans and Oklahoma City Thunder game. The Pelicans at halftime, Wes, were up 64-46. to They now trail 99-96, now 102-96, midway through the fourth quarter. So I'm not sure what has happened out there in Oklahoma well, well, City. Well, uh, uh, Pelicans uh, were shorthanded tonight because of uh, no Zion Williamson mm-hmm. out due to health and safety protocols. We know Brandon Ingram's been out. Larry Nance has been out with the Achilles. So little bit shorthanded, but man, that was that was a big lead. But uh Shea Gilgis Alexander doing what Shea Gilgis Alexander do, thirty-two points on fourteen and twenty shooting. He's fun to watch. Uh yeah. gosh, if he if he had a little bit more support around him, uh, Oklahoma City Thunder, not a very good team, but he's a fun league pass watch. But nevertheless, one oh two to ninety six. Yeah, that's an absolute turnaround here for these guys. Yeah, big time turnaround. Pelicans now plus five forty on the money line, but it feels like they're reeling a little bit, so I don't even know if I'd want to get involved with that, even though it's a pretty juicy price mm-hmm. for it only being about a seven-point game. Uh, they they haven't got any stops, and they can't score anymore, so, yeah. I, don't, so I don't know what to tell you. I wouldn't really take that one uh, right now. Blazers-Nuggets is just getting to halftime. We've got about 40 seconds to go until that break. Uh, Portland leads at 61-58 on the road out there in the Rocky Mountains. We'll get you a second-half line when that game does indeed go to Damian Lillard with 18 to leave the uh, Portland Trailblazers. Jokic with 13 for the Nuggets. There we go. Nikola Jokic 
it feels like one night he'll have 18 points. The next yeah. night he's going for 45. Then, 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 then the next night on the prize, like over 80 or something. Yeah. It's just like the guy's. Like, like he's like got 30 points and 20 rebounds and. Stat sheet stuff. That's what he does. He stuffs the stat sheet. Mavericks, Rockets, and a little Texas Tango down in Houston. Dallas up 90 to 88, yeah. laying three and a half on the in game total, 219. Rockets had come back. We like the uh, plus uh, uh, half a point or one, depending on where you got it, for the second half. Dallas, I believe. Yeah, Dallas was up 11. This was 61 to 50 at the half. Uh, big third quarter for the Houston Rockets uh, with all of their. Uh, Lottery picks that they have out there. Uh, 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 Jalen Green with 23. Jabarby Smith with 16. Uh, Sendun mm-hmm. with uh, 15. Porter Jr. with 13. And uh, Kenyon Martin Jr. with 10. Boy, boy, this is a really young team. Without Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon's like the adult in the room. He he's the old guy for Houston. <laughs> he's the grown-up. And, and and he's just playing with all these kids. But uh, er, er, Eric's done very well from himself. A uh, long way from coming, uh, playing at the uh, JCC, the Jewish Community Center in Indianapolis. To make about a couple hundred million dollars of NBA salary. So he's yeah. doing just fine. Doing just all right. I'll, let's have Christmas at his house, man. It's probably a lot of fun. I, I know. Uh, you know, the the former Hoosiers got a little pizza shop right by the stadium Does down really? there in Bloomington. So okay. he, he, he he's counting his money while the Houston Rockets have been counting their losses. But they may get a win tonight. Dallas only up by one with eight minutes left to go. What's his pizza shop called? Eric Gordon's Greek Pizzeria. Really? I, there was a Greek pizzeria down there in Bloomington. I think he just bought it and put his name on it. <laughs> I was like, why didn't you change it to something different? I think he just bought it and put his name on it. Yes. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's what you do. <laughs> that's, I, I guess that's what you do. I'm looking at their website right now. Wes Reynolds is Brooklyn <laughs> Best Pizza. Conveniently located across the Memorial Stadium in the Evolve Apartment Complex. Yes. Eric Gordon's first location with Greek's Pizzeria offers delivery, carryout, and dine-in options complete with IU memorabilia. Stop by after classes, at a game, or whenever. You have the craving for a classic pizzeria taste. I read that like it was an ad read. Well, uh, honestly, <laughs> there, there's not a lot of dining options like right by the stadium, uh, you know, because it's kind of the entry into town. Uh, all there was was like a little convenient food mart. <laughs> a hey, little convenience store. Everybody needs a little pizza by the slice, you know, after extracurricular activities, you know, hydration in the evening, you need a little pizza. <coughs> and uh, I see where he came up with that idea. Uh, right now in the Gasparilla Bowl, as we go from the pizza to the bowl the bowl game here, uh, you got to be feeling good. Now. Yeah, I'm feeling, I'm feeling better Deacons, about Wake Forest. Now up 27-17 here. And considering it's a third and 33 for Missouri. That's yeah, the old third in California that Jesse Palmer talks about. Uh, yeah, this is not going to end well for Mizzou. Mizzou, th- th- I think they were they-, they were better than people expected. I think mm-hmm. going into the season, their defense was actually pretty frisky. Yeah, but offensively, it it's been a zero the whole yeah. season. Like it's been bad. Yeah, I, yeah. I, this, this is not a good way. Played a couple defense. different quarterbacks. Uh, the kid Cook kind of took over for the job, but uh, Sam Hartman uh, going to play his last game in a Demon Deacon uniform. Twenty three of thirty seven, two eighty three touchdowns and a pick, but. Looks like he's going to get a win. We'll see where uh, Mr. Hartman will be uh, playing next he was, year. If wasn't he down? I thought he was, thought he but was he's down. got about a million <laughs> yards to go. So I think the refs are just like, all right, just let him run. Yeah, the they're 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 they they're ready to go home uh, for Christmas here. So twenty-seven to ten. Oh, they Wait a minute, shoving people, huh? Yeah, well, extracurriculars. Oh, yeah, yeah, these these guys yeah. are getting emotional. All right, Gasparilla so. Bowl. Yeah, man. Here we they're, go. Yeah, there's no love lost here. All right, but this is going to be Wake Forest going ahead and and getting this win. Uh, 
Now, will Sam Hartman be in the NFL draft, or will he be at Notre Dame, or where is he going to be next year? Notre Dame uh, certainly is looking for a quarterback. Yeah, people keep saying Notre Dame. Notre Dame, and they got a lot of talent. Marcus Freeman doing a lot with those recruiting classes. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're recruiting at a clip that's much better than they were recruiting when Brian Kelly was there. Right. So if they don't have success, it's not going to be because they don't have the dudes. Yeah. They, they definitely have the dudes they, to they, win. They, they got to find the quarterback. And now, of course, maybe they're not in a rush to get out of there. We have a review. Come on. Okay, guys. Like, like really? Like, like the season's over for both these you, teams. You can, Let these kids go home for Christmas. You can still get the last it. flight out of Tampa, guys, back home yeah. and make it home for Christmas Eve. Like, come on. I, I, I think what they're going to review is if he was down. Or maybe are they reviewing the amount of d- defenders on the field, maybe? Because they were <laughs> going to the all-22 look. So, Oh, my. Who knows what they're reviewing in this situation? But it looked like the receiver was down before he ran it because he kind of went to the ground to catch it. But uh, whatever they're reviewing, they're not showing us, so that's even better. Um, I, just just call the review off and just end the game. Right. Like, yeah. like regardless of what it is, it's going to be Wake Forest ball, right? Yeah, 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 because yeah, yeah, he was short of that first down. I mean, it was fourth and 33. Yeah, unless they're going to say there was 12 men on the field. Is, is that an automatic first down? I don't think it is. I don't believe it is in college. So, but yeah. we'll, we'll figure it out, at least, uh, at yeah. least on the other side of the break. So uh, we shall see as uh, – all the executives in Bristol are like, get this game over. We got an NBA I, game coming up. I know, on. right? Like, we got Grizzlies, Suns. We got these guys reviewing it. We'll see if Danielle Alvari will know what the hell's going on in the Gasparilla Bowl. She's going to join us next. VEASAN betting analyst talking college hoops, college football, NBA, you name it. She got it next here on VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shane and the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. And then never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys and they lose out to like, you know, Lil Dirk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Dirk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. 
Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Raise your tequila and your game. Join the Taste of Victory Challenge presented by Sincoro Tequila and compete free for your share of $15,000 in total prizes. Enter this three part prediction pool series and make your hoops predictions to shoot for your share of the cash. Head to DriveKings.com slash now to get in on the action. Sincoro Tequila. Life well played. 21 plus only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for the details and always drink responsibly. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds hanging out at the VEASAN Studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino. Wake Forest just went ahead and went to victory formation, so they'll go and win the Gasparilla Bowl 27-17. to 17. Our minus-125 money line gets there. A little there bit go. nervy in the second right. half, but it can never be Sam easy. Hartman goes ahead and puts it away in his final game as a Demon Deacon. Will he be an NFL player, or will he be a member of the Fighting Irish? We shall see. Stay tuned for that one. Uh, hopefully, we'll get some easy winners here from our guest this evening. You know where you love her. Danielle Alvari, VEASAN betting analyst, joining us here this evening. Danielle, we appreciate the time as always. Happy holidays to you and your family. And, and let's get into it right now because I know you have a play in this NBA game that's about to tip off between Memphis mm-hmm. and Phoenix. The Suns, three-point home underdogs, total 226.5. What's jumping out to you? Uh, first of all, Desmond Bain available. Very <laughs> exciting for this team. Uh, Kennedy Chandler also supposed to be available for Memphis tonight. Uh, they're coming off a two-game losing streak, and you have to note how much they've struggled on the road so far this season. They got blown out by the Nuggets in Denver. They're six and nine straight up, and three and ten and two ATS away from home. So definitely struggle on the road. But the Suns are missing Devin Booker tonight and campaign. Jock Lawndale also was questionable, so they're just playing really short-handed. And Memphis is back to full strength for their first time all year now. It is going to be a situation where we see how much are we actually going to see of Desmond Bain? Are we going to see him at all? But just the fact that they have the full strength versus the Suns here, um, no Booker. And also the Grizzlies have been covering. They've covered the spread eight in their last 12, and they have two wins in a row against the Suns. So I'm going to back Memphis here at minus three. Kentucky, the alma mater of Devin Booker, could have used him on Saturday as Danielle was (laughs) in the Mecca Madison Square Garden to watch her Bruins beat down Kentucky. Danielle, how does it 
It's great to beat Kentucky in anything. Coming from a guy from Indiana, as uh, my alma mater couldn't beat Kansas on Saturday, but we were both in great venues uh, to watch some great college basketball on Saturday. Yes, I was really, I was enjoying your posts as well, Wes. And also, it was funny because North Carolina obviously played before UCLA and Kentucky, and the North Carolina fans stuck around to cheer for UCLA. They were all sitting near us. They said, I hope you know. <laughs> who we're cheering for that sounds here. like so, indiana fans because any anything kentucky indiana don't <laughs> like uh so yeah it was a really good time i'm glad i got to go to madison square garden for the first time but i was telling you guys before I, and you know jeff parles was mentioning to me as well that they've remodeled it and so i was walking around there like wow this all it looks like brand new marble everywhere i don't know it was kind of like where's the old stuff <laughs> yeah it, it didn't have that vintage feel that uh, we no. all know the world's most famous arena out there in Madison Square Garden. We're speaking with Danielle Alvari, VEASAN betting analyst here, talking all things college hoops, NBA, a little NFL as well in this conversation here. Uh, let's get to the college hoops, though, Danielle. I know you got to play in the late-night action. Folks are always looking to that Hawaii game, whether things go poorly for them and they want to get it back or if things are going well and they want to press their luck. But uh, right now between WSU and Hawaii at the Stan Sheriff Center in mm. Hawaii and Honolulu there. But what do you make of this game side in total? Well, I mean, both teams obviously coming off of wins. Hawaii beating Pepperdine, but I don't know how much you should hang on that necessarily because it was really just Pepperdine falling apart in that game. It doesn't really make sense that Pepperdine's not doing better with the kind of makeup they have on their roster, but nevertheless, they aren't. Washington State just slid past George Washington, so I could see why you would be a little bit concerned about backing them here, but I think they're the way to look. Uh, if you compare these two teams, just strength of schedule, obviously, Hawaii's played the 355th-ranked schedule, Washington State 62nd. I believe five of their six losses have been to Quadrant 2 opponents or better so they've just been a little bit more battle tested i think they should be able to handle this also their offense is a lot stronger um they should be able to outpace hawaii's defense which is 117th in adjusted defensive efficiency uh on the other side we have washington state 74th in offensive efficiency so i think that their offense is going to be able to outdo this hawaii defense and also the cougars have been a lot better on the boards they're a top 40 offensive rebounding team and a top 25 defensive rebounding team i think that's going to make all the difference in this matchup so i like Washington State minus three here. Yeah, I've been a little bit surprised of Washington State because they're well coached. Mm -hmm. Kyle Smith, of mm -hmm. course, from that Randy Bennett tree yep. uh, out there at St. Mary's. Uh, Washington State's got a lot of size, but they've been very erratic here early this season at, at five and six. So, mm -hmm. you know, not sure what you're going to get uh, and in terms of, uh, you know, and, and a lot of their losses have been against good competition too. Losing to Baylor, losing to a very good UNLV team who's only got one loss, uh, Utah, Oregon. So, they haven't been losing to cream puffs. No. Yeah, and what, to what I'll say about that too, Wes, is that Washington State being as well coached as they are, you may get an opportunity here where they go down and then maybe you get a better number than this three. I'm curious, Danielle, with you being out there in L.A., and I'm sure we all know the answer to this question, but I feel like i got to ask it because Christmas Day, you're going to get two <laughs> L.A. teams playing at the same time, Lakers, Mavericks, at 11.30 a.m. Pacific yeah. time, then also Broncos-Rams, which before the season started, we were all excited about this game. Now we're wondering what the hell is this doing on national TV. That game kicks off at 1.30. So uh, which game will be getting the, uh, the main TV treatment for you on Christmas Day? Oh, my God. Neither. It's abysmal. <laughs> Femi, let me ask you, did we really think that Anthony Davis was going to be healthy by this point in the season? No, probably not. You think that? <laughs> no. No. I mean, what was the over-under on when we were going to finally? It's really unfortunate, too. I don't mean to hate on him because he's came out and was having this incredible performance for about 15 games, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, no, now it's my foot. So it's always something, unfortunately, for them, and I just think that the Lakers are just too old, unfortunately, and they mm -hmm. sold away all their defensive talent. It's a tough road back, so I'm not watching that game necessarily. And the Rams, 
uh, sold it all for the Super Bowl, and we're seeing the aftermath of that now. So the poor, poor Rams here. I'm guessing maybe the Nickelodeon coverage of the uh, yeah. Broncos Rams. That's the slime game. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, that's the slime game. So you, you they need br- to bring that back. Yeah, a- absolutely. The at the Nickelodeon Awards. Absolutely. So uh, the uh, Broncos and Rams. What a perfect game, by the way, to get mm-hmm. the slime treatment. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think it's uh, Noah Eagle and uh, Nate Burleson will yes. be on the call for that. So that's and, a fun duo. And there. how about when do Jim Nance and Tony Romo ever do a game between two, four, and ten teams? Yeah, they got ever. Be, they got to be looking at the network and being like, "What the hell are we doing at this game, guys?" Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot better games. So let's get can, to like, those. Fall better asleep games. at the wheel a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> they might. Who knows? Romo's liable to do anything on TV. So who knows what's going to happen there? But let's get to some of the better games from the weekend in the NFL. Got a few minutes yep. left here in this conversation, Danielle. Bengals Patriots. Yeah, New England might be on their last stand after what we saw this past week in Las mm-hmm. Vegas. They're now three-point home underdogs, total 41 and a half. Uh, what do you make of this game? I mean, both looking to secure a playoff spot, but certainly in different trajectories right now. The Bengals seem to be on the upswing after that rough start at the start of the season, and the Patriots are kind of on a skid. They've lost three of their last four games, and I just think the Bengals are better across the board matchup-wise. Now, you can totally look at the Patriots' defense and say that's formidable, and I can't say anything about that, but I think we all saw what happened versus the Raiders last week. That's really, really tough to bounce back from, I think, just emotionally. Uh, And again, the Bengals are just better for me across the board. Their offense is ranked 10th in the NFL. Mac Jones is an absolute mess. Poor guy. Um, I don't even know how much to blame him or how much to blame Matt Patricia, to be honest. Um, but it's it's just tough. It's tough to not want to back the Cincinnati uh, Bengals in this. And also, the only thing you can point to as well is Cincinnati hasn't beat the Pats in a while. They've struggled against them historically. They've lost seven straight times, actually. The Pats covering six of those seven. But they haven't played each other since December of 2019. I think this game is going to snap that streak. I think if the Bengals don't turn the ball over and do what they do well, they cover this easily. I am actually on three in the hook with the New England Patriots, mm. so hopefully it lands on Ooh. three. But, uh, yeah, I, I understand. Look, Danielle makes, I think, a very good case for Cincinnati. And, you know, is New England over the humiliation that they suffered last week? And, yeah. and Cincinnati, look, good teams win when they don't play their best, and they certainly were not near their best at Tampa Bay. So uh, that'll be an interesting game. I think that'll be pretty wildly bet. And then the Monday night game, Danielle, Speaking of the other team in Los Angeles, that being the mm-hmm. Chargers, go Chargers, go. <laughs> they are playing my Indianapolis Colts with Nick Foles starting at quarterback, and you like the lightning bolts. Yeah, it's tough because you have Nick Foles, this, I mean, a Super Bowl caliber quarterback over there. But I think the Chargers may have may have started to put something together, two wins in a row over the Titans and the Dolphins. Uh, you can't deny that Justin Herbert is elite. He's now the only quarterback ever, by the way, to pass for over 4,000 yards in each of his first three seasons, so wow. no shortage there. And Jonathan Taylor, gone. Missing the team's remaining three games this season, high ankle sprain. Um, that's the key for me here. Uh, of course, the Colts are going to be upset after that loss uh, to the Vikings. Uh, largest blown lead, I think, in NFL history. Uh, but is it overreacting to that? I don't know that the line is. Where's the motivation for these teams, too? The Chargers are two games above 500 for the first time since early November, could get a wild card spot, and each of their last three games come against teams who are at least five games below 500, so it's very attainable for them. Uh, the Colts, meanwhile, sitting, what, sixth in the NFL draft with three games to go, so I don't know what the motivation for the, is for them at this point to try to win this. 
it's really interesting to see how this AFC wildcard race is shaking out. You get the Dolphins mm-hmm. are reeling. The Jets just lost their fourth straight last night. I mean, it's all set there for the Chargers to go ahead and get to the playoffs, and we'll finally see Justin Herbert in some big games in January. That will be exciting in a couple of weeks here. But she is Danielle Alvari, VEASAN sports betting analyst. Danielle, we appreciate the time as always. Have a happy holidays. Merry Christmas to you and your family, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks. You guys look so festive, by the way. (laughs) Thank you, Danielle. Thank you. Merry Christmas. (laughs) We'll have more on the other side. Memphis out to a hot start in Phoenix. We'll discuss it next here on VEASAN Live Bet tonight. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN is the gift that keeps on giving. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber for only $79 and get access to everything we do from now through the big dance. Sign up today and you'll also receive $20 to buy VSIN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear at our online store. Only VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests, betting splits, and betting reports. This is a limited-time offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift and get VEASAN Pro access through the end of March Madness at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. We just had Danielle Alvari, VEASAN betting analyst here in the last segment, Danielle giving out some plays in the NFL, NBA, college mm-hmm. hoops, uh, going there, spraying the board, following my lead of sports equinox. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we we fire we fire everywhere. So uh, good luck to Danielle on uh, her weekend card. And uh, while we were talking to Danielle, actually, we had a very exciting finish down in Miami as Tyler Hero tied the game, and then the. Uh, the uh, the the wannabe all star Tyrese Halliburton who hit I believe ten threes tonight for forty three points the wannabe he'll tell you what you want what you really really want hey I see what you're doing <laughs> and uh, you know Wally Zerbiak we're forgiving but a lot of my uh, 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 timeline some local back in India uh, Pacer fans yeah. uh, would be saying. What Carol King sang. It's too late, baby. Now it's too late. But Wally did apologize. But did, yes. Tyrese Halliburton, ever since the, those words got spoken, he has just been on a tear. And he's really been on a tear all season. I mean, you know, he he he's a bad dude. That was a you know, it'd been a while since we had a guy like that. I mean, I guess Paul George, the last guy in mm-hmm. Indianapolis, but uh Tyrese Halliburton, 14 of 20, 10 of 16 from the three, 41 points. That was that was Reggie Miller-esque uh, there at the end or on tonight for Tyrese Halliburton. So the Pacers get a nice win down in Miami, 111-108. to 108 As uh, Pacers, by the way, were six-and-a-half-point underdogs. They do get the cover. Game stays under the total. Yeah, no, he's he's definitely a dude, Halliburton. Like, every time I watch him play, I'm just ridiculously, like, just wildly impressed with the way he plays the game. Always seems to be in control, never turns the ball over, makes plays for others. He's exactly what you'd want from a lead guard in the NBA. Uh, keep doing your thing out there, Halliburton, and uh, hopefully you make an all-star as well. So that'd be uh, pretty funny after the rant we saw from Wally Zerbiak just this past week. Uh, right now, though, in Oklahoma City, Wes, we're in overtime. Pelicans and we the are. Thunder. So we said that the Pelicans, they got out to that big lead, led uh, 60, uh, 64 to 46 at halftime, and they got down in the second half, but were able to force OT to where they're now up by two with 2.01 left to go. No spread or total posted uh, at last posting on the money line. The Thunder were plus 190, New Orleans minus 235. But uh, 
This Pelicans team, without Zion, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. he's in the health and safety protocol. Brandon Ingram nursing the injury. But uh, they got so much depth that here they are. They might be able to steal a road victory. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Pelicans, Jackson Hayes going to go to the line. He did just, uh, I believe, get a technical foul, which the Thunder yeah. converted. So uh, now 123 to 122. Oh, one left to go in OKC. OKC, by the way, we're the one and a half point favorites with uh, no Zion going tonight for the Pels. Yeah, they, they called Hayes for, for flexing on someone. Okay. Yeah, he, he was he was in a little flex after an N1 and. Oh, he almost just he like, almost just jammed that. They, they call that in the big. They call that in the Big Ten, not in the NBA. Yeah, it's 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 not what you want to see from the officials, honestly. Yeah, you'd hope they'd let those things go, but I guess they can't. No. Um, we do have a game that's about to tip off though in seven minutes out in Los Angeles. Hornets taking on the Lakers right now. The Lakers laying two and a half total, two forty three over at DraftKings. Hornets plus one twenty on the money line. Um, anything for you here, side or total? Uh, well, uh, not on side or total. I do have LeBron over 31 and a half points. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, uh, no AD out indefinitely with that foot injury, but uh, Russell Westbrook is going to be back for the Lakers tonight. Did miss the game in Sacramento the other night. So uh, looking at the starting lineups for the Lakers, Dennis Schroeder, Patrick Beverly, Lonnie Walker, LeBron James, Thomas Bryant. For the Hornets, LaMelo Ball, who's been on a tear since he's been back, even though they're not winning a lot of games. Terry Rozier back. He missed the other night against the Clippers at the uh, Crypto.com Arena. Gordon Hayward, P.J. Washington Jr., and Mason Plumlee. Uh, Hornets uh, still a little bit shorthanded uh, uh, with Dennis Smith, I I believe. I don't think he's going to play with that ankle, but Rozier did miss with the hip Mm -hmm. injury, so... I mean, it seems at two and a half, like, oh, gosh, this would be easy for the Lakers, but it, that that almost, like, looks too easy for me. I, I yeah, Can you trust the Lakers? No, no, I cannot. Uh, you know, that's why I played the props with them the other night that were able to to get there, even, even in a resounding defeat to Sacramento. You just look at this team, uh, you know. Lakers, uh, I believe, three and six run now, two, six, and one against the number in the last nine games. The defense hasn't been good. They've been giving up 117 points per 100 possessions. They've been giving up 1.31 in transition. Charlotte is a team that's going to run. They're going to try to uh, to push the pace, but this team's 1-8 and eight straight up and 4-5 and five against the number over their last nine games. So Terry Rozier being back, uh, you know, I think drove this market to 3 and uh, to 2.5. Nothing on the side for me, but I do think LeBron uh, – could get on one tonight in terms of the score. And even though other guys have been stepping up, Dennis Schroeder averaging 19. Remember, we had him on the points prop on yep. Wednesday night. And, uh, you know, he's starting to get his. Thomas Bryant uh, got a double-double the other night. So there, you're able to replace scores, at least in a short-term situation. But I do think maybe this is going to be a big LeBron night. Yeah, the, it's going to be a big LeBron night if the Lakers want to win. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's kind of where like that's what's required, and this was always the fear for the Lakers is that hey, these guys are top two players. LeBron now in his advanced age, he's a little bit more injury prone than he was when he was the most durable player, mm-hmm. in maybe the history of the sport. Anthony Davis has always had his issues with injuries. Any injury to this team due to their lack of depth, right? And it could just go off the rails. So they, we're going to see if the Lakers can keep this thing on track. But I, I, I have my doubts about this. Well, and I mean, I know, I know it sounds kind of profound and simple, but I think Danielle hit it. And this team's old. Yeah, this team is old, and and you knew that going in. And they just don't have a lot of you know young talent. Look, uh, Thomas Bryant, I think, has done a very good job establishing a role as kind of the backup center. But 
you look at these guys, and, 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 and the Lakers just don't really have any good, consistent outside shooters. I mean, Max Christie, the rookie out of Michigan State, has been getting a little bit of run because they've been so shorthanded. But, yeah, this is a team, 13 and 18, this is a team that's going to make have to make some deals at the deadline if they want to even get in the playoffs. So the Lakers, once again, laying two and a half total, 243. West sweating out the LeBron James over on his points. So that'll be fun to root for. Uh, really good start, though, out in the Valley of the Sun for the Memphis Grizzlies. They lead this thing 32 to 13 late in the first quarter. Right now, Memphis laying 12 and a half. They were three point favorites at close. Now they're up to 12 and a half in game, and we're not even through the first quarter. Total 227 and a half. When you look at the box score here, Memphis. 13 of 26 from the field. Not really shooting from the three very well, but from the field, 50%. And uh, for the Phoenix Suns, it hasn't been great. Six of 16, one of six from beyond. Yeah, the Suns have been playing some really shaky basketball lately. And, mm-hmm. and you know, some of that was the injuries and whatnot. But uh, Chris Paul is back, but Devin Booker is now going to be out. So Memphis, I lean that way, but off to a very good start as uh We've had a really good night of NBA, by the way. Just looking yeah. at some of the points that we've seen. Uh, Luca leading everybody. By the way, Dallas does get the win by six over Houston. Uh, 50 for Luca, 44 for SGA, 44 for R.J. Barrett, 44 for Embiid, and 43 for Tyrese Halliburton. So, you know, now we're starting to get into, and we've talked about this before, where people are focusing on the NBA. Mm-hmm. I think Christmas Day and now we're starting to see some pretty exciting ball night in and night out as these teams kind of figure out who they are. You know, I think it's about 25 to 30 games that it takes for an NBA team to kind of get settled where it's like, okay, this is our rotation. This is what we're going to be. This is what we think we can be. So now I think these teams all have realistic assessments for the most part. Do you think with teams starting to figure out who they are, and I think also by proxy, the opponent will start to figure you out as well. Like, do you think that lends itself to some unders now cashing in the NBA? Like, if you were to say starting in January, like, hey, if you could bet on totals, would you favor unders more so than overs? Just because that we all know what the rotations are like, we all know what everyone mm-hmm. else is running. I mean, it really depends. It really, I guess, depends on the night because uh, I'm just looking here. Five and four so far tonight, by the way, to the over mm-hmm. of the nine games completed. Actually, make it six because Pelicans Thunder already over in a, in, in overtime. Yep. I really think it depend. It depends a little bit on the matchups. And look, it's a little different throughout the season too because we do have the load management and the rest games for yeah. some of these guys. Uh, so you know. What we've seen early on, you know, as they do that that rest, even from the start of the season, you know, they don't wait till the second half, be like, okay, we got to rest, guys. But, you know, what we see now is a lot of these teams, these guys in like the bench rotation have gotten some starter minutes. So now they have confidence in these guys. Yeah, it's such a hard sport to handicap and like generalize because of what you outlined, all the load managing and stuff. It's almost. If you can find a niche and like a like let's say this team is going over in the first half, that's more so the trend that you'd want to play versus the overall trend in the association. All right, we're gonna get back to OT in Oklahoma City when we come back here on Vison Live Bet tonight. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. 
Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my Hey, Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Lace up your cleats with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook and gear up because it's college bowl season. Log in to Bet Rivers every single game day and receive a bet on behalf of Bet Rivers when you place a wager of at least $25. Bet Rivers has all the latest odds, lines, and boosts to create. The perfect college game day experience. Head to BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app today to get in on all the action. It's a whole new game.
Welcome back. This is VSIN Live Bet tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds hanging out at the Circuit Resort and Casino here. Uh, Wes, were you digging into some presents over there? Uh, I was uh, trying to tape my uh, <laughs> box of uh, chicken fingers from uh, Victory Burger, a fine establishment up here at the Love it. Circuit Resort and Casino. And, you know, just, just did a little nibble. You know, I hadn't eaten for a few hours and then I couldn't close the box. So I had to uh, try to tape it up. I was wondering. I was like, what is this guy doing over here? You never know what I'm doing. <laughs> I love it. Make sure that doesn't get stale there. Uh, those chicken fingers were good, though. Uh, make sure to have some. Th- shout out to Tim Murray, uh, host of Visa Primes. Up. Tim bought it for the whole crew. Oh, oh Tim. Yeah, Tim, Tim bought yeah, the meal. T- Tim brought the meal for the whole crew as his Christmas gift to all of us. So um, went ahead and got some nibbles right as I came in. So that was, that was awesome. So thank you, Tim. Uh, right now in the NBA – uh, the Denver Nuggets lead the Portland Trail Blazers 90 to 78. Denver laying 12 and a half total, 229 and a half. The second half has been controlled by the home team, the Denver Nuggets here. Um, but it's no lead is safe. We talk about that all the time, and especially mm-hmm. with Damian Lillard on yeah. the court because Dame time is winning time, and he's liable in any fourth quarter to go off and, mm-hmm. and, and erase any sort of deficit. So I think this is one of those games, like, if you like to play some flyers on, on some NBA money lines yes. in game, a team like Portland might be one to do it just because of their guard play. Mm-hmm. Simons and Lillard can both get hot. Denver's going to be an interesting team to watch, I think, over the next couple of weeks because Michael Porter Jr., after missing 13 games, is now back in the lineup. They said he was going to be on a minutes restriction. I think he is, only 23 minutes so far. But 18 points, 11 assists, and 6 rebounds. Welcome back, MPJ. So, you know, now the Nuggets are kind of at full strength with Jokic and with mm-hmm. uh, Jamal Murray, who, of course, they brought back slowly to start the season. Now he's in midseason form. Uh, actually, MPJ, 18 points, I should say, four rebounds. I gave Murray stat line instead. Oh. <laughs> the 18 and 11 assists and six rebounds. And nevertheless, 18 points in 23 minutes for MPJ. And then, of course, you have KCP. He's got double digits. Aaron Gordon, all five starters in double digits. And uh, Denver pulling away from uh, Portland. Going to be 93 to 80 heading into the fourth quarter. Yeah, I, I just I would be a little nervy still if I had that Denver ticket because we've seen the Blazers – have some big comebacks in the past and not talking about this year. I'm thinking years, yesteryears with this team, just because Dame Lillard can get hot right now. They are 12 to one on the money line trailing by 13. So Denver should win this game and hold on, but you never know uh, when you have a really good backcourt. That's pretty explosive from a scoring perspective. Memphis is just absolutely trucking the Phoenix suns right now. They lead at 39 to 20 early on in the second quarter. Grizzling 13 and a half total 227 and a half. We were talking about it during the break mm-hmm. that it feels like every time we get one of these Phoenix Suns games on national TV, they that, just get that they get their asses kicked. Yeah. I mean, when I, well, it's true. I mean, we saw it with Boston uh, a couple weeks ago and they, they had, they had another one as well. This is a, uh, just a team that's kind of out of rhythm right now, even though they're 19 and 13, they're still fourth mm-hmm. in the Western conference right now, but no Devin Booker. This is after they had Chris Paul out for a, you know, a few a few games as well. So uh, uh, they're interviewing. By the way, this is interesting. Danny Green, uh, who I saw a video. I think that was over the summer when Brian Windhorst broke the trade mm-hmm. to him that he was getting like traded uh, when he was on set with him. Uh, he's still out tonight with a knee injury, so uh, he is talking on this broadcast. A member of the Memphis Grizzlies, and look. Danny Green can still hit corner threes. Yep. And as long as Danny Green can still hit corner threes, he's got a job in this league. And 
just adds another danger piece to this uh, Memphis lineup with a lot of young players that I think are really coming into their own at the same time. Yeah, obviously we know Jaw, Desmond Bain back, uh, JJJ, Triple J, Jaron Jackson mm-hmm. Jr., Dylan Brooks. Uh, you have Clark off the bench. You have Steven Adams who provides good leadership. So this Memphis team uh, could be very dangerous, and there's a reason why they're number one in the West. But this has been the bugaboo for this team is can they win on the road? You know that they can win in Grind City, but they haven't really been able to do it on the road, but they're doing so tonight in Phoenix. Yeah, injuries have also been a bugaboo for them. I mean, Jaws had his issues with injuries last year, but they were still able to win. Jaron Jackson Jr. got hurt earlier in the training camp or in the offseason, so he missed quite a bit of time, but now is finally back. Mm -hmm. So if they can just stay healthy, I think, then they can really be the juggernaut-caliber team out in the Western Conference that we all expect them to be. I mean, John Morant was saying in an interview with Malika Andrews earlier this week, and she asked him, say, hey, like, like, which team do you kind of compare yourself after? Or like, which team do you guys kind of have on your radar right. that's standing in the way of winning a title? And he just said, he said, the Celtics is what he said. And then, mm-hmm. and then she asked him the follow-up. He said, what about any team out West? He said, no, because we're out West. Right. <laughs> so well, you, 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 <laughs> like, big, you like that confidence, yeah. though. <laughs> those are some big Absolutely, words. and I think that they take on the attitude because Memphis is a small market team. So, you know, Grind City, I think, is, is really their identity because this is not a team, even though it's been there for a while, the franchise, that's still very much like a college sports market. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, Memphis has come out and supported these guys. I think they've taken on that identity, and I think John Morant, you know, being from a small school, Murray State, so he's not a guy that's going to, like, abandon the small market necessarily. Mm-hmm. He takes pride in that. And that's why he's one of my favorite stars in the league because he's such a tough guy and, you know, doesn't care how big you are. That's just that attitude and that chip on your shoulder you have to have, you know, because it's a guy that played at Murray state that, you know, wasn't, wasn't recruited by maybe a lot of the big schools and, you know, a little bit ignored and he carries that over into his professional career. Yeah. No, they, they've definitely kind of, taking on the attitude of that city, Memphis, like the whole grind, grind house and all that stuff. You can see it in that those, that fan base absolutely loves them. How about that top of the draft though, with Zion going one to the Pelicans, jaw going two to the Grizzlies. Now Zion, we all were hoping that he can remain healthy. That's been his bugaboo mm-hmm. throughout his career. But when he's on the floor, he's like, yeah. you see it. And, and, and look, I like <laughs> that. Cause I think it makes the NBA a better product, you know, because in free agency, all these guys seem to want to go to South Beach or they want to go to L.A. or they want to go to New York or Brooklyn. You know, all these big market teams are Chicago. And I think it's great. And I hope that these guys stay there. I think it's great Giannis is in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. I think it's great that Ja Moran is in Memphis, that Zion is in New Orleans. I'd like to see Wembenyama end up, you know, maybe with a, with a medium to smaller market team. Yeah, because he's going to be a main attraction right. wherever he goes. Right. I, I, don't, I don't want the frozen envelope of the 1985 draft where Patrick Ewing just <laughs> happens to go to the New York Knicks. <laughs> and a surprise to everyone, it's the Knicks. They yes. won the lottery. Yeah, I mean, they're going to be waiting waiting those ping pong balls and, and messing with all that stuff. So Wemby to New York, maybe that's something that we can get going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but who knows? The Knicks might be too good to get Wemby now. Right. They're, they're a playoff team as of right now. But, but there's some teams that are certainly uh, trying to be bad. Uh, the Orlando Magic being one of them. Uh, mm-hmm. The Houston Rockets. I don't think they're trying. I think they're just young. But Orlando, by the way, did get a win tonight over the Spurs. Those are kind of two of the teams at the bottom 
that are really trying to position themselves. Orlando, 133-113 to uh, over the Spurs, minus six. Uh, Greg Popovich, he knows the assignment here. He knows how this yeah. works. So we shall see Detroit, by the way. Uh, they got blown out to 130-105. to Detroit, I believe they have the worst record in the league, 8-26. and I wonder what would happen if the league, because like the NBA is always trying to figure out how to stop tanking and how to stop teams from kind of just right defacing and, the product. And, and, and I think that's good. And look, that's some, it's somebody that worked for an NBA franchise that was in sales. Mm-hmm. You've got inventory to sell. And the last, that's, that's awful damn hard to sell <laughs> when you don't have a good product on the floor or you don't have hope that you're building. I remember when Zion, when they, when New Orleans won the lottery and they showed the sales staff, you know, oh, they like, were, yeah. Yeah. cause they were on the phones making money Yep, cause they had hope to sell. Cause it's like, we know we're going to draft this guy and they probably sold about a thousand season ticket packages that yeah, night. They were like, Hey, come see Zion, even though we haven't even drafted him yet, but we're right. going to, but what do you think if the league ever made a rule like saying, if you win the draft lottery and get the number one overall pick, you're ineligible to win it for the next five years. Do you think that that would stop tanking? It might. It might. But but I still think, you know, all these teams are just going to do it because the incentive, unfortunately, is to do that. Yeah. You know, because if, of the way free agency is, you just don't see a lot of free agents sign with small and medium market teams. No. Yeah, they don't do it. Oh, you hope that they're, that guys are like Giannis, where it's like, yeah, I want a championship here. I want to stay. I'm not just going to win a ring and bail on these guys. Yeah, it's the, the the movement around the NBA. It's what makes it interesting for a lot of the fans tracking the movement and stuff. But mm-hmm. it definitely becomes hard for those smaller market teams because those typically are not the destinations for free agents, at least. Like you mentioned, South Beach being probably at the top of that list among all the franchises in the association. All right, that is it for hour number two. Hour number three, talking a lot of football here on a Friday. Don't go away. It's VEASAN Live Bet tonight. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. 
Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.